Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Captain Crunch is by far the most like George W. Bush of the <laughs> cereal box right. people. Mm-hmm. Like just evil, but charming in a way that like you forget that, oh, this is like a, he paints. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. Forget. And you've murdered people. Right. You've sliced little children's mouths open. I don't trust Little don't brown trust babies have bled to death over a morning bowl of cereal because of your evil, Captain Crunch. And meanwhile, and they go back the next day. He feels nothing. Nope. The devil. Oops, all my Oops. ass. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Oops, <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, welcome ladies and gentlemen to an unbelievable episode of My Mama Told Me where we dive deep into the world of black conspiracies. We might finally answer the question, who stole Whoopi Goldberg's eyebrows? We don't know, we're gonna find out and we are gonna dig deep. I'm doing well, I'm excited. I'm your host, Langston Kerman. I'm so happy that you're here listening to us and I'm even more excited that we are joined today by a dear friend, one of my favorite people in comedy. She's so funny. You've seen her on Two Dope Queens on HBO. You've seen her on The New Negroes on Comedy Central. She has two amazing albums on Spotify and Apple Music and all the other places that you download things. Give it up for Shalewa Sharp, everybody. Yeah. That's everybody. Oh, wow. That is a, a big place you got there. Yeah. All those people. You would think we're not in quarantine. I know. <laughs> <laughs> all these people I have in my home coughing in my mouth. 
Yeah, that's so sweet. Yeah. How you doing, Langston? I'm doing okay. Yeah, I, I'm happy you're here. I was just saying that uh, this is reaching that weird part of uh, quarantine where no one else is doing it. And so I, I feel as if uh, that's driving me a little crazy. But how are you? How, how are you handling? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm fine. I've really uh, kind of moved into my um, staring at people out the window years a lot mm. sooner than I thought I would. <laughs> Uh, I didn't see that for me for another like 20 years, but sure. I'm, I'm strongly there now. And I am quietly yelling at people who walk by with no masks on. Okay. You say you're yelling. Are you actually saying stuff or is it more just being irate in your brain? It's I'm furious in my brain. Sure. Um, but the most that I can do like, uh, sonically is just a, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and hope that no one can place what window that noise sure. came from. I was about yeah. to say, anytime uh, an older black woman does that sound, you know it's a, it's a bad thing. You're not confused that this isn't uh, judgmental. It's just, can you place which window this judgment <laughs> yeah, is Yeah, where did this from? come from? Yeah, so, you know, I definitely have seen some reaction of just like, a, let me get a pep in my step and move it along because someone has seen my full face now. Yes. Uh, but, um, but you know, it's just me and the cat judging people outside my window. It's, it's not bad. I got you. It's, are you staying indoors? Or are you, are you completely locked in or are you venturing out into the world? I have to venture out for my job, mm. um, which is, I mean, it's fine. I don't really run into anyone at my job and I've been, you know, taking cars there, but right. even that is like a, Sure. You know, getting into someone's car and just rolling down the windows immediately. Right. Just sticking it, I, my head out <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> you know, it's, I really thought that the apocalypse was going to be more like I am legend. Do you know what uh -huh. I mean? Like, I, I think there was a part of me, and I'm sure we all felt this way, where it was like, oh, man, we're going to have guns and be running from zombies. It's going to be wild. But it's just like, no, nah, sometimes I got to call an Uber and ask the Uber driver to put his mask back on. It's Yeah. That's, yeah. I thought we would be stepping over bodies, like, while yeah. carrying <laughs> heavy sticks. And instead, I'm just annoyed that my Lyft driver missed the exit. And I'm like, right. this isn't... <laughs> How I thought it was going to go. Day 23. <laughs> <laughs> out of Raisinets. Going to venture outside and see if I can get some more. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, lot of, that's a lot of what I'm doing. So. I got you. Well, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't want to dig too much further into either of our depression. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited today because, you know, the, the podcast is My Mama Told Me. It's mm -hmm. all about black conspiracy theories. You mm -hmm. are a person who I know subscribes to black conspiracy theories and conspiracy theories of all natures. And so uh, I am really excited. You sent us a topic that I think is unbelievably engaging that I'm so excited <laughs> to talk about. You said, my mama told me. The chips in black neighborhoods have more sauce on them than the ones in the white neighborhoods. Yes. I came upon this realization when I uh, was in a family dollar, mm -hmm. the neighborhood that I lived in when I was still in Atlanta. It was uh, right around the historically black colleges. I lived over there. Which I are a family dollar. It, uh, just Spelman. for clarity, are 
known bad neighborhoods. Your Morehouse, yes. Yeah. Uh, your other ones that I believe have been um, lost their accreditation. Anywho. Um, <laughs> Some of them uh, aren't technically universities anymore. Right. But I mean, you know, the bands are good. But I. Um, <laughs> I so I lived over there. Uh, I lived near a grocery store that was also called a city center. So mm -hmm. you know, it was one of those large grocery stores that had all kinds of things. And then in the front row, just beyond the registers, there were like a few um, wig shops or uh, <laughs> jewelry places. I love things. I love the idea that a that a accredited university is just surrounded by wig shops. Yeah. As far as the eye can see, it's just it's just elite education and mm -hmm. and Nicki Minaj wigs wherever you look. Oh, that's it's great. So, oh my goodness. I miss it. I miss it a lot. I miss mm -hmm. being over there. But I was in a a family dollar picking up uh, some odds and ends you know, uh, your cocoa butter, mm -hmm. you know, a dish towel, things like that. And yep. I happen to, I happen to have just the things you need. <laughs> a um, perfect grocery list, cocoa <laughs> yes. butter and dish towel. I also had some chips, uh, some Pringles, okay, uh, some sour cream and onion Pringles. Mm -hmm. As the young lady behind the cash register was ringing me up, she booped the uh, Pringles and then she looked at me just very earnestly and she, she said you know what i feel like i love these chips but i feel like when you get them like from here they got more sauce on them you know what i mean <laughs> so she knew she knew she knew she was telling you poison and yeah and she was like i really i mean i like these chips but i really like to get them from here because they got more sauce on them mm. i said you were absolutely right because i realize the reason i'm picking them up from here is because of the extra sauce uh now that i, I think about it yeah you're referring to it as sauce i think that mm -hmm. for me has been a jarring way of referring it, to it oh it, it definitely took me okay. I, I was like sauce but i also knew where i was and i felt right. like if i'm in atlanta i'm in her family dollar let me go on and <laughs> this use the correct dig into semantics. Let's focus mm -mm. on the conversation. No. If sauce is the lexicon, sauce is what I'm gonna say. Hell yeah. And so I said, Yeah, you're absolutely right. There is more sauce in a family dollar Pringle uh than at say a Publix. Okay. <laughs> or, you know. <laughs> All right. Let me dig further into this because because number one, I believe you. Let's start that way. <laughs> I 100% I'm convinced that what you're mm -hmm. saying is absolutely true. How right. do did you ever buy multiple Pringles and compare? Have you ever held them up to the light to see if one is, you know, the light penetrates and the other one doesn't? Like how do you know? Well, I have. I did do something of a taste test. This um, is a sad confession and I love it. It, it is. It is very <laughs> sad. But I mean, you're talking to someone that when I got a box of Pop-Tarts that I really liked, that they were well done, I marked the <laughs> lot number so that I knew to look for that lot number the next time I went to the grocery store. Wait. You understand? You see what I mean? So you're <laughs> under the impression that like, there's just like certain chefs at the Pop-Tart company. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, Bernice hooked these pop tarts up. <laughs> yeah, there is a fool today. 
you have to know which grocery stores are putting a foot in your waffles. Do you wow. know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I pay attention to that kind of stuff. Yeah. After the sauce comment, I was like, I wonder if I'm, if she made that up and I'm just co-signing or if that's something I felt in my soul already, mm -hmm. let me run over to Publix and get a canister and let me just see if this is truly the case. And it, it was the case. It's nothing you can see because Pringles is kind of smart in how they disperse it. Sure. That's the trick, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how they get you. That's how they get you because they... <laughs> <laughs> They don't want to just, if you put too much on it all at once in the middle, you're like, this chip is poison. You're trying to take me out, white devil. But if they spread it out evenly across the whole of the chip, you're just like, a lovely, different, uh, more exciting treat. It's a great chip. Mm -hmm. I mean, why would I question it? Yeah, it's, um. so I did taste and it, it definitely was saltier uh, on the family dollar side. And that yeah. also, and that's, Important to note, um, because I was trying out chips that can be found in both locations. You yes. know what I mean? In right. white neighborhoods and black neighborhoods. Because, mm -hmm. as we all know, there are chips that never make it to the white neighborhoods. And I think that that's super important. There, there are a bunch of chips that never make it to the white neighborhood and vice versa. There are tons of chips that, mm -hmm. that you never will see in a black neighborhood. Pitos. Nope. I've never seen a goddamn Pitos in any urban setting. Do you know what no. I mean? Like mm -hmm. we're not, we're not making chips. I, I went to a friend's house once and they uh, had a bowl full of chips made of cricket. Like the chips were made of the bodies of dead crickets and they had compressed them into chip. And of course I ate it because <laughs> I don't know humility. <laughs> you lost a dare? Why would I, you? No, I live a lavish life and I'm not going to uh -huh. let myself be sold short by my own fears. But oh, I wow. will say that mm -hmm. that is not available in any urban settings that I've I've seen thus far. No, no. Black people are not knowingly eating crickets. No, not at all. Except not for me. All. And that's because yeah. I'm a sellout. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I yeah. Wouldn't. Hans just sent this to me. It's called Chirps Cricket protein chips variety pack it it literally says chirps eat bugs is the and that's the thing is that um i'm painting with the broadest of strokes here mm -hmm. but i can't think of a time that i've been in a black neighborhood and in their chip section there was just like the protein ones right do you know what i mean if there are protein based yeah. chips <laughs> Someone has moved in. We don't specify we don't. chips based off of what they offer to your body. No. Chips is it's, for your tongue. It's for your tongue. It's the lickability fat. What color are your fingers right. afterwards? Are That's... these orange chips or are these red chips? <laughs> right, exactly. Am it's I like going a... to stain my shirt orange or blue? Which one yeah, are we doing it's the today? It's the color of the bag. Mm -hmm. Like what kind of doritos do you want oh i want red yes. oh, okay those are just your basic nacho cheese absolutely um, oh i want blue which we all know is the cool ranch and you know you know me and my history with cool ranch of course but um, tell our listeners just uh so uh <laughs> some of them are idiots and they don't know yeah all they stuff. don't know they don't know their history <laughs> but um, when I was like 12 years old, I was in a focus group for Cool Ranch Doritos. Okay. So Cool Ranch weren't made yet. They were testing them out on 
small minds and bodies. Holy shit. And, um, and my mother was uh, real big on the um, focus group circuit. Mm -hmm. Sure. Know, she was a she was a star in the circuit. Yeah. You were living you know. in a world pre Cool Ranch. Be yes. What is it before Christ? Before Cool Ranch? I get it. <laughs> it was yeah. And so there were there were like five or six of us, and they had them unlabeled just in a bowl, and we're just eating them. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, "Well, what do you think?" And we're like, "All right, that's. I mean, it seems fine. It's got a little zing, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I'd continue to eat this because you've put it in front of me." And I'm a 12 year old, sure. so, um, <laughs> you know, it's a chip. I'm going to eat it. I think, uh, uh, like many chips, I'm enjoying uh -huh. it yeah, mostly because I, I'm not allowed to have them constantly in every right, other part exactly. of my life. We all got a bowl of it. We love, we absolutely love it. And they gave us like 40 bucks and they were like, thanks. Yeah. And, um, about three months later, I saw it on the shelf and I was like, Hey, those were the chips yeah. that they made us eat that I got money for. <laughs> and everybody was like, shut the fuck up. Shalane. Yeah, no one up. cares <laughs> by your focus group. My dad was a little jealous because, um, when my mother, the last focus group my mom had done before that was for like Tussie deodorant. Oh. So we had, we were stuck with Tussie deodorant for mm. like a year. It's I've never even good. heard of Tussie. Yeah. Precisely. That okay. focus group was way off. I was I, worried that it, it was like a hot deodorant that I'm unaware of. Mm -mm, no, I've recently nice. had to switch to a natural deodorant because I get, uh, I get like boils if I. Oh, interesting. Yeah. How's that working for you? I was cons I literally was having that discussion with my roommate the other night. About, um, uh, uh, natural de deodorants for me personally have been mm -hmm. ineffective, but I am not having to go to the emergency room. So, so I stink, but there's no pus coming out of me. So that's really all you can ask for. Yeah, that's really all you. I just I've been in this uh, in this lockdown time, these Covidian times. I um, <laughs> I just haven't been wearing uh, deodorant mm. and uh, bold choice. I'm, yeah, I'm it's it's been fine. I, I I think we probably should check with my roommate. Sure. On that. Um, <laughs> um, but he doesn't also, make eye contact with me anymore. Not, but yeah, I think we're we, fine. We don't speak. We mostly text. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, now that it's warm, I'm realizing my my body was being real chill, mm -hmm. and now it's like, oh, we gotta, we we gotta yeah. you smell. You smell. We need it's something. Fine. We yeah. need something. So I don't know. Uh, I had been just rubbing like lotion on there, just okay. like that ought to do it. It will not. It will but, not uh, do it. But it will I will say that all. that that ultimately the all the bullshit that they put into regular deodorants is mm -hmm. bad for you. So there probably is a compromise between saying fuck it and poisoning <laughs> your body with aluminum. Uh, that's yeah. just my pitch. I'm sure no. your roommate has some other thoughts, but I'm just... sure he does. <laughs> but probably I I don't want to boil. Who wants to boil? Oh, it's painful. I yeah. I uh ha had to cry in front of my wife in an emergency room while a lady stabbed me in the armpit to to drain things out of me that I never thought belonged there. And no one else did either. It was a consensus. That didn't belong in my body. No, that shouldn't have. What color was the pus? Uh, I uh, whitish, yellowish. Okay, okay. Yeah, it wasn't. I think infected. I mean, it, it was, was infected, but it wasn't like a certain, like a dangerous infection. Right, if that makes right. Sense. Yeah. I've this been, podcast is really taking a really turn. taking a turn. Really, mm -hmm. it really is. Yes, yes. <laughs> I've, yeah. 
<laughs> just talking about the color of our pus and uh, i mean it's but it's a natural question sure speaking of color i will say Mm -hmm. uh you brought up an excellent point about doritos and chips and the mm -hmm. color associations that black yes. people make that oftentimes right. with all flavoring of all kinds we just sort of say the red ones the blue ones red kool-aid blue kool-aid right fucking, yes you know the capri sun that has the the orange guy on it or the capri sun that has the light blue guy on it right We're not yeah memorizing flavors i think that's a very white thing flavors I think so, because it's basically the same flavors kind of just rearranged mm -hmm. a little bit. And maybe they just throw in another dash of something else and then change the bag purple or right. something. It's um, like there's yeah. no difference between tropical and Baja. It's mm -mm. just one is pineapple, peach and orange. And then the other one is peach, pineapple, orange and cherry. And it's like, that's it. <laughs> No, that's motherfucker, I know that's the same mm -hmm. shit. You just added a little something on the back end. Yeah, I once uh, went to a, a soul food restaurant where, you know, they just kind of built built your plate as you slid down and then you got it at the end. Yeah. And so their drink, the drink selections were behind them. And I'm squinting past this woman trying to see. I saw that something was like a high C Mm -hmm. flavored so i was trying to see if we were working with like a pink lemonade mm -hmm. or a regular like what was going on and the woman saw me kind of squinting and she was just like it's red baby it's red <laughs> and i said then i'll take a large that's all i needed that's all i needed to know ma'am you are speaking my language <laughs> that's all i want is Pour it red me or a pink tall red please <laughs> tall red <laughs> extra large red please. i'll have a venti red if uh <laughs> If you don't mind, I love yeah. my red venti. <laughs> well, okay. So the, you brought up something really fascinating when you were telling the, the story of your discovery. And one mm -hmm. of the things that I guess I think I took in reading what you sent, or at least I thought I was, I was hearing, but maybe this is a completely different direction. Uh -huh. When she told you that there was more sauce on these chips, she right. wasn't saying it in a threatening way. No, like this no. wasn't her being like, and this is how they, this is, so that's how they get, that's you. how they get you. It was more no, of her being she was like, like, we, this is a, a cheat code. Hell yeah. This is the cheat code. <laughs> get them here. Cause this is where the sauce is. <laughs> See all them white devils. They eat yeah, flavorless. Can, yeah. You can fuck around with Kroger if you want to, <laughs> but we know you and I, we know where the sauce is. Not enough right spices here. on them chips. Not, you got to get spices. them here. <laughs> right. And I mean, it totally makes it made perfect sense. And I realized subconsciously that's what I was. Uh, that's what I was doing mm -hmm. was getting them there because of that, because, you know, um, in black neighborhoods, that's also where you find a broader variety of snack cakes. I mean, yeah. they're for sure trying to kill us. Mm -hmm. um, but the variety, I sure. mean, I gotta, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the various ways they're trying to kill us. <laughs> must be noted if you're gonna murder me give me all the options give me choices put out I a mallet put out a gun put out <laughs> yes. an alligator give yeah, me all out, the options of how i could uh, die so i can then make uh, a sound decision yes from that point. let me you know what if i want to die via oatmeal cream pie let me do it hell yeah let me do it and is that uh, is I, that how you want to go oatmeal cream um, pie um i if maybe... you had a preferred food to give you 
your ultimate diabetes and or high blood pressure? Well, which one I, do you um, want to take you out? There is the Little Debbie um, Star Crunch snack cake. Fuck that yeah. was the last snack cake I ate before uh, I had to be rushed to the emergency room where I discovered I had gallstones. Holy and then, shit. And then discovered that my gallbladder had actually kind of exploded and there were Whoa. stones all throughout my body. And they thought they were just going to take out a few stones and they had to cut me open and I have like a six and a half inch scar. So the last thing I ate before Fuck. that was a star crunch and I thought I'd never eat him again and I had one <laughs> yesterday. So... <laughs> you're like, a literal little Debbie survivor. Yes, I am. You're you're like a you, you could have been a hero story. You could have taken mm -hmm. down little Debbie and proved that they were like a a, a destroyer in our community. And you're like, yep. nah, but that Star Crunch, Star bro. Crunch. Yeah, I mean it's real good. Too damn good. <laughs> <laughs> How did they get it in that shape? Too good I to know. me. Yeah, it's man, it's great. Oh, is man. that real rice? I don't know. I don't care. Who cares? <laughs> Who put cares? it in my put it in my gallbladder, which will eventually <laughs> explode, explode. Yeah. into stars. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> very right. cosmic. We're gonna take a break and we'll be back with more My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. And we are back. We are back with <laughs> we're back with my dear friend Shalewa Sharp, who during the break was saying some stuff about how black people need to just get over everything that's happening. <laughs> Shalewa, care to expand on any of that? 
I mean, come on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Jalewa has, has, as you know, has been telling us all about her theory that the chips have more spice or sauce or seasoning, if you will, mm-hmm. on them in certain communities and not in others. And I, uh, Shalewa, have been doing some research. I did some research on your theory that I'd love to just run past you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Any of this supports or denies. Let's just see where we land in talking okay. more about some of the things that I've uncovered. Okay. All right. Let's start with some basics. So I was doing some research on the size of chips because originally when I saw your your theory, mm-hmm. I I assumed that you were going to be telling about the decrease uh, in size of the bags over the the years. Okay, have you yeah. heard that conspiracy I, theory at all? Um, I I am familiar with just how they have gotten smaller, but more mm-hmm. in like a um, when your parents start complaining about the portions at grocery stores and how they've raised the prices, but they've taken two cookies sure. away. Right. That, in that sense, I, I am familiar. Right. So I think I similarly have, like many of us have noticed it over the years, but there's also mm-hmm. a part of you that doesn't want to sound like your dad when you see yes. it. You don't want to be like an old man being like, I remember when the chips was this big. And it's like, yep. come on, man, <laughs> <laughs> stop this. <laughs> Don't be this person. But okay, so given that though, there is evidence that the regular Lay's, which are sold in 10 ounce bags, and this is where it gets mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, regular Lay's are sold in 10 ounce bag, but flavored Lay's, flavored Lay's, the ones with sauce and or seasoning are right. sold in 9.5 ounce bags. And both are sold at the exact same price. I have noticed that. Mm-hmm. that Why do you insane. think that is? What's happening there? There's no way that seasoning is heavier. Mm-hmm. I assume that's what they would say if we could ask. Right. You know, Captain Lay's or right. whatever. <laughs> like, all Benjamin that barbecue, Lays. all that barbecue we put in there is making it heavy. Yeah, because that's not. And also, there are so many different flavors. So you're telling me that cheddar and sour cream is going to be the same weight as just a plain old barbecue sauce. I mean, there's right. cheese in there. Yeah, you know you what I mean? Like there's, you can't. If we're going to start picking apart the seasoning as like a part of the weight distribution, then right. you have to acknowledge that pork rind seasoning is going to be heavier than, uh, than flaming hot seasoning. Yes, right, exactly. Yeah, because, yes. you know, Flaming Hot, it's baked in. Sure. <laughs> What's baked in versus being placed on top? There's one, a lot. One of those <laughs> is organically hot. The other one is right. unnatural. You know, you know, from the Flaming Hot fields. Sure. <laughs> you know, those fields filled with cheetahs for some reason. Right. That, that harness the fire of the Flaming Hot. Right, exactly. You know, in doing the research, part of the argument that they made for the reason that the flavored chips are actually sold in smaller portions is that uh the the pre- it's more precious with the flavored chips because they are they are better sellers like they're basically saying like these sell way better than the plain chips so we're going to keep them and be very precious with them and in and, and hold them close to our hearts as opposed to the plain chips which we will give away at whim and just let anyone right. do whatever they okay. want. With them. But it also feels like you said, like a little bit of a scam because I, why am mm-hmm. I paying the same price for this? Yeah. I mean, that's not, I mean, yes, they sell better, 
but why don't give us mm -hmm. less of it, especially, you know what this is? I mean, it's just racism okay. all over again. Now okay, you're talking so my language. You got, well, that's how they get you. <laughs> you got these, so you got these white ass chips. They ain't uh -huh. doing nothing. They literally are just there so they can scoop other cultures into your mouth, dips, mm -hmm. as it were. And then, you know, you got a little flavor, you know what I mean? You, you got the sour mm. cream and onion or the cheddar and sour cream. Sour cream, sour cream is doing all the work, well. but that's okay. Or, salt and vinegar. Yeah, or there was salt mm. and vinegar. Or there's the, um, there was a flavor, like a Ruffles flavor that I think was very popular in Canada. Okay. It was just called all Oh, all yeah. Flavor I know what you're all, talking about. Yeah. It was like, oh, no. I'm thinking of that New Orleans themed one that was like all the flavors at once, but I think it's the same concept of them being like it's the same, yeah, because it was just like um, you know this is kind of it's spicy like a barbecue sauce, but it's also mm -hmm. sweet like a barbecue sauce with yeah. honey, um, but it also has a little kick to it, like you know a bar. And I'm like, so we squeezed some lime in here. Um, we did all the things. It's like yeah, we did all kinds. No, of stuff. No, all y'all had was a bunch of extra shit. You were like, we got extra chips and we got extra seasoning on the thing. Just mix them together and see what happens. See, that is that is why I don't necessarily buy the oops yeah. all something. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a very, it's like, it's kind of why I'm against the take five candy right. bar. Because I feel like it's the sweepings of the factory yeah. floor. It's just so, whatever's like, like, it's the hot dog of candy bars. Whereas all yes, these, the things you couldn't put in the, the regular things. thing, you just put into this. So I have a theory. And I, okay. part of the reason I dig in, I was digging into these bags is because I noticed that the size of, of, or the amount rather that they're giving is smaller. But a part of me wonders, based on your argument, if part of the reason that they had to give us less of the flavored chips is because the content, like the nutritional content becomes so outrageous that they're not able to justify serving it to human beings. Do you know what I mean? That like that 0.5 might be the difference in salt and fat and all oh, the things okay. that are bad for us that make okay. it so that they like technically can't sell it to a bunch of kids, right? <laughs> or else it is instant stroke. Exactly. Like okay. they, there's, you know, the FDA has regulations mm -hmm. that are bullshit for the most part, but they do regulate like, oh, you, you can kill people, but you have to kill them slowly. Right. And so, so if they were making walking up to the line yes of hypertension exactly they huh. can't give you hypertension all at once because that's bad for consumerism that really is that's you can't kill all your consumers nope mm -mm. that is possible i mean i could see that if that's the difference between plain and saucy mm -hmm. i can see where that that might be the line it's just like look man if we gave you the full 10 I mean, all of y'all are going to be out here right. <laughs> just stroking out. We can't have that. You can't handle the full 10. The <laughs> full 10. I'm it's saving your more. life, you piece of shit. <laughs> Give you 9.5, you should be grateful I served you 9.5. <laughs> I mean, I could, that, that's, that's not a bad, that's not a bad theory. I could see that being the case. Right. That, that makes him seem like a, a benevolent god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I fully subscribe to the possibility yeah. that they are. So, okay. <laughs> Here's an even more jarring thing that isn't based in theory. Okay, okay. So apparently in certain chips, there's something called acrylamide. Have you heard of acrylamide? 
Oh, no. No. Okay, great. Acrylamide apparently is a chemical that's found on burnt chips that increases cancer risk for people. Anybody that eats it or consumes it, it apparently totally increases your chances of getting cancer. And it's the burnt chips at the bottom of the bag. And so now following this theory of, because part of what I had, I struggled with, with your original theory was Mm -hmm. how are they deciding that this bag with more seasoning is going to the family dollar where Shalewa would then buy it from the lady who calls it sauce. Like how are they planning all that out? But if they are putting sauce on these acrylamide chips, these burnt chips, and then mm-hmm. putting those bags into those communities, it's a lot easier to track and separate and do the evils that they probably are doing. This also might be where kettle chips came from. Hell yeah. Talk to me. Now you're, I mean, now you're speaking it. Because I mean, like the whole, like, to me, a kettle chip is just, I mean, it's one of these cancer chips. Mm-hmm. I, it's just, it's, it's burnt. It's, it's burnt. It's and burnt. I know, it's crazy burn, and I know lots of people who prefer them. They're a little, they're hard on the teeth, which is not good. Not, in, not a fan. Not a fan. Hard Never been teeth. a fan. Although the salt and vinegar is delightful, not a fan. I can't, you know, I can't do vinegar, but there is a salt and balsamic, a sea okay. salt and balsamic vinegar that's only available in Kroger as a Kroger brand, mm-hmm. or it's like in the UK. Yeah. And so when I am in Atlanta and I'm near Kroger, I buy bags and bags of it. But sure. it is truly like it doesn't even taste like salt. It tastes like sodium. Do you I know what know. I mean? Like that's <laughs> definitely I feel. This is my... pulled from the ocean floor. <laughs> yeah. And then like I... rubbed on the chip by by a mermaid. Yeah. I feel <laughs> the clots forming in my leg when I eat them. But man, are they tasty. But kettle chips are kind of slowly making it to the hood they are and see that's that's also where my instinct went because Mm -hmm. at first i thought oh well kettle chips aren't really a black chip but if you go to any bodega at this Mm -hmm. point in new york in you know corner stores in la there's kettle chips kettle chips are available and they are for the most part i don't know if i'd call them burnt but they do feel like they've been cooked in a way that is closer to the burnt chips burnt at the bottom right of a bag. yeah because i mean you can't just go full-on burnt like the the jig is up like we see you but right. if you if you come almost burnt yes exactly and then kettle chips have a ridiculous flavor like line they have so many various flavors that again mm-hmm. i I only see the full range of flavors uh, in the hood when they are there. Yes. I mean, like, you know, cooking it in avocado so- uh, oil isn't going to make it any healthier. And that's the other thing. It turns out in my research, I found out kettle chips are not actually the healthiest chip by any means. They're actually one of the worst chips. Oh, for wow. You. That like the fact that they've been pitching them as like, oh, we we don't have any of like these bad ingredients that these other chips have true but you also have a bunch of like shitty like they're over seasoning yep. like that's the main issue with them is that they are like oh putting so much salt and so much other stuff on it that it literally is evening out the the quality oh yeah i i've eaten a half a bag of um they're like sea salt and cracked pepper and can look down at mm-hmm. my ankles and go well that was a mistake <laughs> <laughs> i'm never getting the sneaker off you know what i mean <laughs> 
Either I got chicken pox or, or this, this was a yeah, terrible mistake. Not, no, this is no good. So, um, yeah. So, so here's the other crazy thing about acrylamide, uh -huh. right? Is that even because they're not 100% sure, the FDA, all these like professionals are claiming that they're not 100% sure that acrylamide is going to give you cancer, mm -hmm. right? But they're saying it's a possible cancer causing agent. But what they do know is that acrylamide absolutely causes nerve damage. And so what I'm thinking is they're giving us these acrylamide chips, putting them in, in Negro bags, selling them to Negro mm -hmm. communities, and then damaging our taste buds, damaging our nerves, which makes us less sensitive to eating the chips, tasting the salt, ultimately leading to our hypertension, ultimately leading to our high yep. blood pressure, ultimately. Because we got it. We got to oversalt everything because of mm -hmm. that. And that's part of the reason Wow. because we don't, they're ruining our taste buds and then turning it into a bit like, you know, these niggas love. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's oh, like, man. no, I want to <laughs> yeah. live. Oh, wow. No, that's, I absolutely believe that because my palate is shit now. Oh, it used to be mm -hmm. so delicate. And now it's just like, why doesn't everything taste like instant ramen? You know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> how do you cook without a flavor packet? It, it, <laughs> Have you, I don't know if you've ever done this. I, there have been times where I cook with instant ramen and then I accidentally spill some of the, the flavor packet. Like I, you don't get it all into uh -huh. the, into the pot as you're right. cooking it. And there's a part of me that just gets so sad because I'm like, this ramen ain't going to taste as good as the ramen to, is supposed to taste I didn't like. Shake it. I'm supposed to get sick, <laughs> but now I can't get sick. Like I want to get sick because I done spilled yes, it. It is, it is a sad when there's. Just wasted flavor. It's hate no it. good. It's no good. I hate a wasted flavor packet. I, I just want all the disease. That all I of it. I paid from... for it. I paid my 25 cents. I <laughs> paid for it. And I do think that that's a very black <laughs> principle. Yes, I paid for it. Give it all to that's me. A, yeah, that's a very like, uh, that's a black way of living. It's like, look, we get it. Some evil things are happening out here. You guys are setting us up to lose. This entire country was built with us as like the punchline to an evil mm -hmm. joke. But come on, man, I paid for it. <laughs> Give me my shit. You know what I mean? I put yeah, my money down. You know? Treat me, <laughs> me the thing I like. <laughs> I ain't asking for much. Just no, I, I'm asking for yeah, that's all I want. Yeah, it's oh my gosh. I there's so much really in what you've discovered to just really like marinate in. And so here's the other thing is that part of what I've discovered is that uh, similar to what you were saying about the brands not necessarily being uh, equal in every mm -hmm. community, right? That certain communities have certain brands. There are healthy alternatives in the alternate communities, right? right? That like that in Lay's is serving us plain Lay's or barbecue Lay's or whatever version of, you know, Nicki Minaj's yeah, asshole yeah, Lay's mm -hmm. in that neighborhood store. But then Lay's also has like a potato chip made out of like the most harmless, you know, it's cauliflower potato oh, chips. Oh, right. Or whatever yeah. The, the things, that everything that's baked. Yeah. Exactly. I've, I've not seen a baked chip in a bodega ever, really. It never yeah. exists. Mm -mm, we want it all deep And fried. so even if your theory even if your theory isn't like a hundred percent accurate that they're like somehow like intentionally packing our neighborhoods with like extra flavored chips, which I still believe mm -hmm. to be true. I'm not dismissing <laughs> it. Don't you dare think that for a second. I will Shalewa. not. 
you have my heart. <laughs> but I will say that even if they're not doing that, they are intentionally giving us the worst mm. version of all the chips that they can give us, including ones with potential cancer-causing right, yeah. agents and, and fucking poisons. Oh, on man. Uh, you know, this really, this all hurts my heart. And the only sure. thing that would make <laughs> me feel better would be a bag of chips like right now. Uh, <laughs> a big old bag of acrylamide, yeah, please. Fantastic. <laughs> Extra sauce, please. It'll that's the only way to make the pain go <laughs> right. away is uh a little bit of nerve damage. Yes. Just blunt it all, blunt okay. it all. <laughs> okay, we're gonna take one more break and then we'll be back with more chalet with sharp and more my mama told me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. And we are back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here with Shalewa Sharp, and we're having a great time. Uh, we're still talking about chips and the conspiracy to uh, to murder black people uh, mm-hmm. with those chips, or just make them happy. I think there's a part of Shalewa that maybe it's a fine line. It's just a fine line wants to be happier with delicious chips, and I, I mean, get that. Yeah, if no one's gonna listen to me at the hospital. <laughs> Let me go out with a chip I like, I guess. When when you went in to have your gallbladder uh, degalded, I don't know yeah, what, they, right. mm-hmm. what they do to besides like uh, repair it. Uh, right. What was there any discussion around the hostess cake that did it? Would it did did they tell you anything about that? 
No, at first um, they said, are you sure it's not gas? Mm. Um, Because it could be trapped gas in your diaphragm. And I'm like, I truly don't think that's where (laughs) gas stays. Um, And I'm like, that's not. And also I've been with me. I'm not holding on to any gas. Sure. I'm I'm letting it all go. (laughs) Like, look, I got gas all the time. This ain't that. (laughs) This This ain't that. Yeah, so then they were like, all right, well, you know, if you, if you think it's more than just indigestion and it's not the trap gas, let's, uh, let's do an x-ray and see mm-hmm. what's going on. And they did, and then they were like, oh, yeah, no, you have stones. You Shit. have a stone, so let's do this in a couple of days. Let's uh, take out whatever, the stones that we see here and here. Oh, and so uh, they went in and they were supposed to do the little, like through my belly button and a little incision. That's all they were going to do. And then they got in there, they got the camera in there and they were like, oh, there it's free floating stones all, all over the place. It's like, there's a meteor shower in here. uh... So They just slice me open and yank the thing out. And I didn't, you know, I didn't know because I was under. So when I uh, came to in recovery, I don't know what recovery normally looks like. But I know in my mind's eye, I was kind of waking up. I was groggy and I was, I feel like in a basement and it was, there was drips from the ceiling hitting like iron. And uh, there was a, 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 like a light bulb that kept flickering. That could have just been my imagination. So they they could have like harvested that. You might have had a perfectly normal gallbladder. Possibly because I did ask. I I had originally asked for the stone that they were going to pull out. Yeah. And they were like, we'll see what we can do. And then they Uh. took out the whole gallbladder. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to need that gallbladder. Then they were like, (laughs) actually, we're going to keep it. And um, we're going to use it for uh, medical students to study. Actually, we're like, we're gonna use this for a uh, delicious new chip we're selling at Carl- right? yeah. in a white neighborhood. Yeah, it's a, a star it's called, flavored uh, chip. It's called older lady chips, and uh... it's uh, it was so it was uh, rough. And then they still missed some stones, so I had a tube sticking out of me for six weeks. Fuck me. And I had to take a medicine that was supposed to break up the stone and make it go out of the tube. And then when I went in to have the tube taken out, they were like, there are still stones in you. So we're just going to put you under and try and find those. Wow. So as far as I know, I may have a stone lodged under something. Um, But uh, yeah, it was at first they really did think it was trapped gas. That is wild. Yeah. So so after all that, you don't know where your stones are. You know you don't have a gallbladder anymore, mm-hmm. but you don't yep. know if they might have harv- harvested some other organs for their own pleasures. Yeah. This is so wild. I've made a point to um, truly destroy the organs that I have left. You're mm-hmm. not getting me again. <laughs> <laughs> Trick me once. Shame yeah. on me. <laughs> if you go with me, there's, there's nothing. <laughs> Steal my organs twice. Yeah. Well, then I shit. I have burned the ground and salted the earth. We are not, there's nothing in here. Sure, anybody. this might be systemic. I'm going yeah. to stop letting y'all do that. Yeah. That's fun. All right. I, I'd love to play a game with you if you're down for it. We have a, Absolutely. A, a very fun game that I love to play. It's a game that I call White, White Lies. Lies. You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. It's a fun game <laughs> called White Lies. Where you, the contestant, 
are going to be read a a traditional white conspiracy theory one that, that white people have subscribed to for years okay. and then you will then use that conspiracy theory and think about why it is so important to white people why do they keep going with this one what okay. are they trying to accomplish what are these sneaky motherfuckers up to all you, right you get the premise Every, yes we're clear on the whole thing Perfect. yeah okay this came up today and it's very exciting today on my twitter feed amongst all the murder and mayhem mm -hmm. of uh, <laughs> young black people all right. across America, there also was trending uh, a rediscovery of the Loch Ness Monster, that someone had taken a picture of Nessie's back, or supposedly Nessie's back, mm -hmm. and then uh, posted it. And now there's a giant debate happening about whether or not this is in fact the the new Loch Ness monster or the old Loch Ness monster. Okay. My question for you is mm -hmm. why is the Loch Ness monster so important to white people? I mean, okay, let's let's consider the scapegoat. Mm -hmm. uh, if I'm not mistaken, a, the scapegoat was the goat of a village that everyone put blamed for everything. Oh, the Chupacabra. Yeah, well, just uh, just in olden times, I think oh, it was the literal scapegoat. Goat, the literal scapegoat. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I believe that uh, folklore is that it was a goat that took on the blame, just all of the excuses for everybody in a village, all the bad things they've done, they blamed it on the goat or they put it on the goat. Holy I don't know shit. how fast. I had yeah. no idea. This is I worth celebrating. That's called motherfucking bars, nigga. <laughs> you know nothing about that. Hell yeah. Tell me more, Jalewa. You so spit that knowledge. Yeah, so so that's uh so that's what we're working with here. I'm mm -hmm. thinking right now white people are scrambling. Do you know yes. what I mean? Like it is, it is finals week and they, <laughs> they have not done any of the readings. They barely went to class. Like it is it. Sure. And it, this is very much finals week because it's, the, it's both of those things. It's some of them are scrambling to make up for the homework that they did not finish. Right. And a bunch of them are scrambling to find other classmates who they could be who, like, let's rebel against the teacher. Yes. <laughs> He's been an asshole this whole time. Let's just tell him he's a cunt, and then maybe the university will fire him. And right? We have to study it all. Yeah, that's that's, that's exactly what's happening. So, so right now, I think uh, white people are realizing, like, oh shit, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. ugh, um, we got to do something. What are our go tos? Yeah. Um, and their their go tos are falling. You know what I mean? Like their sure. their whole heritage argument is not working. Um, right. Like uh, we're taking those bad boys down. We're taking all of them down. Like is a is a nigga named Bubba driving their cars now? I this mean, is, like this, this is, is big bad. It's yeah. This it's nothing they've ever seen or they don't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. They got, they need, who's an old school something that, that can, all right, Nessie. Yes. Let's bring this bitch back. Hell Let, yeah. Let's, uh, well, say she got a little work done. You know yeah. what I mean? She probably, <laughs> you know what I mean? Got a little lap band, you know, lost a little weight. <laughs> a little Nessie, sexier. Nessie got lip injections. Yeah. She's back. She's she looked back. different. 
She, she looked she's a, a little more 2014 Chloe Kardashian, <laughs> right? Yeah, than current Chloe Kardashian. But she but definitely is Kardashian ish. Is technically the same human being if you look at the genetic material, right? Yes, I mean if you were to yeah take a, a blood test of of <laughs> Nessie, I think that's what you're going to find. Yeah, a Kardashian. But um, but yeah, and I I think that's probably why it's so important to him right now. Like this is it. Do you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the alien shit didn't work. They, yes. they opened up fucking, what was that? Area 51? Like all of that. They, that, I they mean, called on every possibility they had. Everything. They literally told us aliens are real. And we were still like, yeah, bro, but please stop choking me. <laughs> right, and exactly. they were like, okay, but there's a monster in the lake. Yeah, that's where we are right now. <laughs> you keep talking about dying, but there's a monster in the lake. And we're like, yeah, but I can't yeah. breathe, man. <laughs> yeah, they're not. It's it's all that's left. And it's a thing that appears tangible and easy to doctor photos, but nobody, they're just in like the copy room, just trying to make copies of mm-hmm. this. Look, look, this is going on, you know? And it's like, it's too late. It's too late. We've you already can't just... keep doing the, yeah. the messy thing. Yeah. And nobody gives work. a fuck. If nobody, ne- no, one I don't care. Yeah. I truly could not care less. And the reality is, is that if the Loch Ness monster is in fact a real thing and I, mm-hmm. I've, you know, don't care either way if he or she is a real thing. Right. I'm not sure that the Loch Ness monster needs to be gendered. I gotta Mm-mm. grow the fuck up and really do my own research. <laughs> no, but the point true. is, if even if the Loch Ness monster is real, it does not, like you say, scapegoat the the bigger problems that are happening in our own communities. Yeah, so I don't. It doesn't we can't matter. Have we can't have Nessie like answering for? Do you know what I mean? Like right. It, 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 that's not going to be the thing like well all right i mean yeah their monster did reappear again so maybe they do right. have some things to worry no that's not it's not going to be enough nessie herself might actually show up and just be like you know what i've been reading and sure <laughs> i honestly <laughs> I, guys i i've been I'm listening finding, for a while yeah. now yeah. i actually think black lives do matter and uh that doesn't mean that white lives don't matter, but I think at this time they just need to be heard and seen as real people and people with value. So maybe just allow them to have this and then everybody yeah. will call. I mean, are we sure we really want Nessie to talk? Like do white, <laughs> do white folks, are they ready for what Nessie might have to say? I'm scared Nessie's going to come out and be like a homophobe. You know what I mean? Yeah, like... no. I mean, we all have blind spots. <laughs> <laughs> we all have blind Nessie's spots. Nessie's pretty old. There's no way Nessie's on the progressive side of... Uh, yeah, I mean... Of, if... You know, Nessie's like, look, black people, white people, you guys should all live equally, but boys shouldn't kiss boys. And that's yeah, just something I, I mean, felt for I, hundreds of years. <laughs> I, I wouldn't put that past Nessie, for sure. I mean, like, she's it... I feel like mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, like it's definitely, <laughs> it, it's not going to be as open-minded as you want. But no. I, I, you know, it's been nothing, around long Nothing enough. older, nothing that old is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my grandpa is a, a wonderful gentleman. He's 95 years old. He's mm-hmm. doing the best he can. And boy, is he hard to get into certain angles of conversations with, despite (laughs) the fact that like he's even talking to his black grandson, buddy, some of these are, you know, it's just tough angles that I don't, (laughs) we shouldn't talk about, like, because we're not going to see eye to eye. This is not a good balance for us. Let's just agree to eat 
you know, gefilte fish together and uh, sit quietly in front of a a Ken Burns documentary. Right, exactly. We may be asking too much of uh, of Nessie right now. I feel like white people are definitely like, look, you're you're our only hope. Yes. I I don't know what's left to discover on the planet at this point. Exactly. Like if we we didn't buy the aliens and UFOs and all you had, like your, your last card, your ace in the hole was Nessie. Like <laughs> Nessie, black people never cared about Nessie. Never, that yeah, was you you totally misread all, yeah. all every every possible situation you could misread. Read the room. This yeah, isn't our bit. This, isn't, this is much more y'all, yeah. and we don't give a fuck if Nessie's here. She can come to the barbecue, or she can't. We don't care. <laughs> right, don't exactly. <laughs> wow. I think we did it. I think yeah. we cracked it wide open. Shalewa, this was this was phenomenal. I, I want to thank fun. you so much for coming and hanging out with me. Uh, what a fun time. And I think that we really learned a lot about the, uh, the world of chips yeah. and the, <laughs> the potential threat that they have in, our, in the black community. Yeah, keep fighting, y'all. Keep fighting. Um, could you tell everyone where they can find you on the internet or oh, any sure. cool shit that you have going on? Feel free um, to plug anything that matters to you. I'm on, uh, you know, all of the social media things that I can possibly handle. The important ones, your Twitter, your Instagram, your Venmo. Um, and <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm uh, at Silky Jumbo on all of it. And that's all one word, traditional spelling. Um, actually I have an album called, so you just out here, mm-hmm. uh, right to that. And, I love it. um, Oh, thank you. And, yeah. Um, I love both your albums, but you know, I truly appreciate it. Yeah. They're uh, really good. Yeah. I, also, I listen to, uh, your album all the time, oh, all the time. Don't do um, this. Please. No, I swear to you. I swear. <laughs> don't make me quote it. Don't make me quote it. Um, I'm not going to quote it. I'm too old, baby. My brain yeah, is, please don't. yeah, I'm already drinking chamomile tea. That's where I am. Um, <laughs> with, uh, Benefiber in it. Cause you oh, know, yeah. Getting high y'all. Yeah. I'm getting <laughs> fucked up. Um, but yeah, just look for me there. I'm cracking jokes or making, you know, half hearted thirst trap attempts. No one's buying. No one's Love buying. It. It's great. Hell it's yeah. nothing but my girlfriend's going nice trip. Good for you. Like mm, right. you tried it. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. It's the effort that counts. Like, <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Yeah. This doesn't feel like a compliment. No, I can't blow effort. So <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, she can't blow effort. One more time for Shalewa Sharp, everybody. Wow. This has been another episode of My Mama Told Me. Thank you guys. Good night. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. 
And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give Love and Logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love and Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com.